Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Nashville, it's time for Nashville Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Nashville Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and this is going to be a good one, folks. I'm here with Karen Williams. Karen is the CEO of Mintech Agency. Karen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today, John. Hey, it's a pleasure. Let's talk about you and Mintech Agency. How how are you serving folks out there? I am. So first of all, you know, Mintech Agency, we're a diversity tech recruiting company. So we focus on um, identifying and hiring or placing Black, Latinx, and women tech professionals. Um, so we help organizations find really, really good talent um, for their for their tech departments. That is a tremendous work. What I'd like to know before we get into the nature of that work and how you're mm-hmm. how you're uh, doing what you do, talk about your background. I mean, what, what your journey and what led you to um, form this company. Well, my background is actually HR. So I went to school for HR business management. So I did, um, I started off my career actually in staffing, um, but I'm from Memphis. So Memphis is highly um, distribution. So I worked in a distribution area um, in HR. So that is totally different. Staffing and then distribution uh, was was totally different from what would turn out to be my corporate experience. Um it was definitely the most challenging time because, you know, with distribution, people would come, they would go to lunch and they'd not come back. And we'd have to figure out, you know, how to replace that person. So it was a really fast paced staffing experience. Um, I did that for a few years and then I went over to corporate um, HR with a company called Excel. Um, they were recently bought out by DHL, but it's again that logistics distribution type of work. Um, so I did that also for a few years. Um, that was more so an HR generalist, also a recruiting role. Um, and so from there, I I had some a few not really good experiences there, um, just from the employees, of course, in distribution in Memphis. You know, 90 percent of the staff is, you know, African-American or Hispanic Latinx Um, and just the the lack of development for the employees uh, was something I just wasn't happy with and just my own development. So I took a leap to figure out, hey, what can I do for myself? (laughs) And that was in 2016. And I didn't start this company until 2019, the end of really 2018, um, 2019. So it was a, a long journey trying to figure out what was I good at and what did I enjoy. Um, but after two years of figuring it out, searching, I was like, so what What am I actually already good at? What do I have experience with? I love talking to people. I love you know, connecting people. I already have experience with HR and recruiting. So um, my husband's a software developer. He's been in that industry for over 10 years. And so... That was is the is the way I heard, you know, this talk in the industry that, you know, there was a lack of diversity out in Silicon Valley or there was a lack of diversity in tech in general. And so that's when I decided, hmm, maybe I could make a change in, you know, into that industry. That's terrific. Now, Karen, and somewhere along the way, you ended up in Nashville, I guess, huh? I did. Okay. So I was in Memphis until 2017. Um, my husband took a job out here in Nashville. I actually went to school in Nashville 
um, in early 2000s, I went to uh, Tennessee State University. Mm. Then I went home, got married, had kids, and and we ended up back here in Nashville 14 years later. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so let's get right into it in terms of, uh, I guess, let's talk about hiring diverse talent and mm-hmm. the, maybe the particular challenge that uh the technology industry has here? Well, I will say the main challenge the technology industry has is every industry now is has some form of technology component, right? Um, from your car wash to your the pizza shops. Now, there was a pizza shop that was completely robotic. Uh, you know, now you can go to some restaurants and there's no one to take your order. There's a computer. So everything now has a technology component, which means that opens up more and more technology jobs. And I don't think us as a country or nation or whatever, we're prepared to train up the people to take on these new roles. So the, the issue is there just there isn't enough people, period, to fill the roles that are, are being opened um, and that will continue to open. So we have to really fast track talent, making sure that it's in our schools, making sure that, you know, there are more and more people going into these fields because the technology is the future and, and there's going to be more and more jobs. So what I hear you saying, and, and this is a question I want to make sure I got this right, is that really technology is moving so rapidly and we've got so much innovation going on. It's, it's moving faster than I'm, 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 yeah, yeah. I won't say just the education system because it's bigger than that. It's it's mm-hmm. how we develop workers for the future. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's it's moving so rapidly, and so many areas are now picking up technology components. It's just not enough people being prepared for these type of roles. And it's not just software developers, right? There are business analysts and project managers and cybersecurity is just, it's so many different components of technology. And so, yeah, it's not, it's just not enough people to fill the roles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could talk for uh, quite a few hours on, on the 40,000 foot view of this and how uh, we can make that better. But let, mm-hmm. let's talk about the types of clients that you you're working with and their, what their particular problem is and how they solve their particular problem, which is filling roles and trying to do it with an increasingly more diverse workforce. So how, how, how do you uh, work with companies like that to help them uh, attract diverse talent? Well, I think for us, it's mainly understanding the company, their product and their culture. So that we, when we go out and look for talent, so they come to us and say, hey, we have this senior software engineer role, Python language that we want to fill. And we, we really want to bring in some diverse talent. So we go out and we find diverse talent that matches what they're looking for. We have conversations with them just to make sure that they fit the culture, um, that they're looking for something that the client is looking for. So we have some clients that, you know, we really want someone that's going to be there two or three years. Um, and so we try to make sure that we are finding candidates that fit what they're looking for. And then we go through the hiring process. It's the same hiring process with, that an organization will have. And we go through that. But I think the main thing is us being able to connect with that community and go out into those spaces where they are and find them and bring them back to this opportunity. Because you have to think about it. 
people are always looking for what we call a fang. And fang is Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, uh, <laughs> Netflix, Google, right? That's that, that's what that abbreviation stands for. Uh-huh. And so they're always looking for those companies. They're always on those websites. So what we do for our clients that aren't considered a fang or aren't that fang or unicorn tech company, we have to go out and educate um, talent about these other amazing companies and, you know, the benefits of working with them. So that's our thing is really being an advocate for our clients, um, for comp- client candidates that aren't aware of them and then bringing them back uh, to them. And then also for us being able to kind of maneuver in those spaces where black and Latinx people, you know, hang out allows us to be able to find more talent. Folks, we're here chatting with Karen Williams. Karen is the uh, CEO founder of Mintech Agency. So Karen, what what are the, maybe the biggest mistakes that you see uh, technology companies making or any other company for that matter, uh, making when they're trying to hire diverse talent? The biggest issue that I've seen has been the hiring process in itself. Um, Right now, the tech industry is so hot. There are so many jobs open. People have a lot more um, choices, right? There are a lot of lot more choices for them. And when you make the hiring process extremely difficult and extremely drawn out, people will just you know fall off because someone else has a shorter process or easier process. Uh, we worked with a a company. And their process was about seven steps. Um, And then you have to add on us as an agency, our steps to get you before you even get to the company. And so we had those conversations that, you know, a four hour coding assessment is just a little too much. And then them not being flexible, um, you know, just really tainted the pool that we had because, you know, people just don't have time to go through a four hour coding assessment. I thought was, you know, kind of ridiculous. But Mm. needless to say, I think the hiring process has to be at a a point where it's enjoyable um, and it's quick and it's painless. Um, If you make it to where people are just dreading going through your process, then people will fall off because there are so many opportunities. Yeah, they're afraid that I, I would imagine afraid of what that might mean for the future. If the process itself is right. is this onerous, then the job may be terrible, right? Exactly, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I I could see that. So, mm-hmm. so one of the things we were talking about before we came on the air is that there are um, there's a talent shortage that we keep hearing about, reading about, and and experiencing, legitimately experiencing, yet. There are still uh, a lot of uh, individuals that are looking for jobs and available, and there's this mismatch mm-hmm. uh, in in what companies are looking for and those workers that are available. Yes, um, there, there there are so many boot camps now that you can go to and get that experience, right? And mm-hmm. so majority of the time I've seen a large number of people come out of those boot camps and then not find a job. Um, and they're back where they started. I know people that have come out of college and not find a job. So I was just in the Nashville post and that was one of the things I talked about was a young lady that I knew that had graduated from Austin P and with a computer science degree. 
but she was still working at Walmart. She could not find a job. I tried to help her find an entry-level role. I couldn't get her one. And that just really broke my heart. And that was a year ago when this happened, but I talked about it in a post just um, last month. Mm -hmm. Someone from Amazon reached out because they read the article and was like, can you provide her information? We love, they have a program for people that have been out of the industry for a while and, you know, to help them get back in the industry and then, you know, create this pool of talent for them. So that is what people have to do there. There's talent that's out there that's not being utilized. Um, and companies have to be a little more flexible. If you want to build this benchmark, you want to build this pipeline of talent, you have to be more flexible on the people that you bring in and the, you know, the training and support you can provide. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story you told. Uh, uh, but yet that, that one person, congratulations to her, but that one person is just one person that you happen to mention right. in an article, right? I mean, we, there, it, this is not, is this is a wide uh, ranging phenomena here. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I know tons of them. I know lots of them that have reached out to me um, that they've you know, finished school, but they really need help just breaking in. That's always the phrase. They just say, I'm just trying to break in. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. Um, and it, it really breaks my heart when I'm all I can say is I, I really don't know what to do. So we're actually working on a program within our company to be able to help entry level people get that experience that they need so that they can be the talent of tomorrow. That's terrific. So Karen, let's, let's chat a little bit about, uh, I guess we, we, we talked a little bit about hiring, but let's talk about retention. Mm -hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, talent shortage of talent involves retention as well. So give us some of your thoughts on retaining diverse talent. Well, you know what? I was just recently reading an article that said Google is hiring. Google is hiring more black people, but struggling to retain them. And so Google is one of those things, right? Everyone wants to work at Google. And so if they're having a hard time retaining talent, there has to be an issue. And the thing is, are companies figuring out why you're not able to retain the talent? Are you taking the time to have those exit interviews, to have those conversations with um, your talent. And even before they put in their two week notice. So I think um, when you think about talent and retaining them, no matter what their ethnicity is, is how do they feel at work? Right. Do they feel uh, a part of the culture? Do they feel a part of the team when people go out for lunch. Are they invited? Um, so, yeah. How do they feel? Do they belong? Um, also about their their development. Are they being developed? Do they have sponsors? And, and a sponsor is someone that advocates for you in a room where you're not. So it's beyond a mentor. You know, a mentor will help you, you know, give you guidance and give you advice. But a sponsor is someone that that speaks up for you at the table that you're not at. So they have to make sure that there is there's development, there's promotion and there's sponsorship. So those are the things that I think that they really need to implement or making sure that they have, they have a client that gives each new hire um, a buddy, senior level people, you know, all of that. Everyone gets a buddy to help them through the process, to help them understand the company culture, to help them understand everything, all the inner workings of the company. Um, and they get that buddy for about six months. I thought that was such a great idea because 
yeah, I may be a senior software engineer. I may know Python, you know, front and backwards, but I don't understand your company. I don't know your company culture. I don't know, you know, how things run here. And so I thought that buddy system was a really good idea. Yeah, you know, you know, you anticipated my next question. I was going to ask you if you had thoughts about how to how to uh, improve uh, uh, retention, uh, particularly of diverse uh, talent, and you just answered it. I guess maybe the question is: there is that is that um, you mentioned that difference between mentorship and sponsorship, which is a real key. It, so, was this program, and would you advocate uh, this kind of program? Um, you know, sometimes mentors are assigned, mm-hmm. but what about sponsors? I mean, uh, uh, cause that's a different thing as you say. Right. So sponsors are, I don't think they're necessarily assigned. I think that comes from just being in the company. And I think another thing is, as a person of color, really, if you're going into an organization that is not, um, that's predominantly white, you may feel uncomfortable going to someone and saying, you know, and asking them out for a coffee or, you know, making that connection. Because I think when you think about a sponsor, that's someone that you've connected with that feels good about you and wants to see you succeed. And they go in and advocate for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like a mentor is assigned or you reach out to someone and say, hey, I would really like to be where you are one day. Can you mentor me? And then that's that. But a sponsor is, is necessarily just someone that feels that you will be such a great leader one day. And when they go in the table, they say, hey, I think Karen should be assigned this project, you know, so that you get the experience that you need. Um, so those are probably few and far between when you think about if you're a person of color in a predominantly white, you know, organization, because you have to feel comfortable with creating that relationship that they feel good about going in and supporting you. Yeah. And what a, what a way, I mean, if you're a middle manager or what have you, what a way to make a difference. I mean, for mm-hmm, someone, right. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. um, so folks reach out and develop those relationships and, and, yeah. uh, you never know how you can give back if you do that. Um, so let's talk about specifically the services you offer at Mintech, Karen, and you know, what, what is it was, what is an engagement with you look like? Somebody, uh, here's this gets on the phone with you, you know, how does that conversation, uh, uh, roll out? Well, what we like to do is find out what, what are they currently doing? You know, what issues are they having? What have they tried? That's not working. Um, and then try to understand where they are in their diversity initiative within the organization. Cause what we don't want to do is put someone in an organization where they all just leave in three months. You know, we want to put them in an organization where we feel good with. So all of our clients have a really good relationship with their HR um, department and sometimes with their hiring managers. So I have a good feeling about where I send them. We've been reached out to by organizations where I just don't feel it would be a good fit. So it's a completely predominantly white institution. And you want to bring in one hire, mm-hmm. want me to bring you one person so that person is not going to thrive in that environment because they're going to feel uncomfortable. So that's not something that we feel good with. So we do make sure that the, the client is a good fit for us and we're a good fit for them. Um, and then we talk about the things that they would like to accomplish within working with us and to make sure that we can meet those expectations. Because to me, it's it's the company's represent. Um, it, it represents the company and it represents myself. So I want to make sure that we can do what we say we can do. 
Uh, that, now that makes perfect sense. So, so there's, in other words, there's some work on the front end before we right. just start saying, Hey, uh, I've, I've got these open positions for a software developer or whatever. Oh, absolutely. So we mm-hmm. definitely go through that initial call of making sure we're a good fit for each other. Then of course we go through contracting. And then once all of that is done, then we do an intake call with our recruiting team and their recruiting team. And we discuss the roles that they want us to hire for. And then we get to work. And as as we were discussing before we came on the air, you, your services involve not just recruiting, but staffing as well. Yes. So we do um, contract staffing. Um, we worked with an organization here in Nashville um, to do contracting for them as well. So we do both. We do diverse. I'm sorry. We do um, direct placements and we do staffing. Got it. And the size companies that you typically work with? Now, we work with all companies. We've had a, a really, really good experience with those mid-sized companies um, that have 100 plus employees, um, maybe 100 to 200 employees. We've, you know, But we work with anyone that really has a because we've worked with startups that maybe have 10 employees. But that and that's a really good thing because they're thinking early about their diversity and their you know initiative and making sure that they have really good culture. But um, we've just seen that we've had really good success with those mid-level or mid-range organizations. But we work with any organization that is really passionate about and serious about their diversity initiative. It's not just a box. It's something that they know really needs to change for the culture and for the growth of their company, but also for the community. Because if you have really good people in your organization that are making a really good wage, um, cause we see that there is a shortage in jobs and also those lower paying roles just outside of everything. We're having a, 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 a job shortage or employee shortage, candidate shortage all across the board. Um, and so I think having more people in the tech field that are able to make really good money for their family and we'll see better communities. So I'm just, you know, I enjoy the work that we do. I think it's, it's 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 a it's a game changer for all of us if we you know band together and make these changes. Um, so we're just excited about the future. Yeah, that's what vital work you're doing, uh, Karen. Congratulations on that, and 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 keep up the great work. Uh, but w- one of the things, though, just I want to be clear in terms of the kind of companies you work with, so folks out there don't misunderstand. We oh, talked. We talked a lot about technology companies, but one of the things that we were chatting about is that a whole lot of companies that aren't quote tech companies have a lot of technology jobs that they need to fill, and you work with those kind of companies. Yeah, so we work with healthcare companies, we work with retail companies, um, auto insurance, universities. Um, so our client roster is very diverse. So it's it's actually I want to say we probably work with three tech companies. Majority of them are just, you know, regular industries like retail and healthcare. Since we're in Nashville, of course, we have a large healthcare roster. Um, so we have a lot of healthcare companies. Um, we have some financial companies that we work with as well. So, yeah, we work with a range of companies. Our main goal is to work with people that have an initiative for diversity, that understand that having a diverse team is good for the culture and the community. So no matter what their size is or what industry they're in, if that's their goal, then we want to help. 
Wow. Uh, great work from Karen Williams. Karen is the founder CEO of Mintech Agency. Um, so Karen, do you work with uh, companies exclusively here in Nashville or do you go beyond uh, the Nashville area? Yes, we definitely have branched out this year. We do have clients in Atlanta, in California, in Washington, D.C., um, in Las Vegas. So uh, we have definitely branched out this year. So, no, we are not just Nashville. We're national. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. terrific. Wow, this has been great. Um, Karen Williams, folks, with uh, Mintech Agency. But, Karen, before I let you go, uh, I'd love it if you could share maybe a success story, someone who you've worked with in the past that uh, uh, has been real happy because they hired Karen Williams and Mintech. Uh, and you don't have to use their name, of course, but if you could share oh. a story, that'd be great. Yes, no problem. So I love to share their name. I work with a, a company here in Nashville. Um, it's a, a black female founder, uh, a company called Possip. Um, and Possip is is a, a school um, uh, application or software that allows parents and teachers and parents in the schools to have really good communication. Um, so it's, it stands for like positive gossip. You know, the teacher always calls when the kid's in trouble. So this way, you know, you get to hear about what your child is doing good and when there is an issue or a concern. So we work with them to to staff about three of their software engineer roles. And recently we were supposed to be filling a react role for them. And it was just one role, but we brought three really good candidates and two of them, they just couldn't let go of. So they end up hiring two of, of those, two of those three. Um, so we've had really, really good success with, you know, large companies and small companies, but I love those, you know, small companies that get started with their diversity and inclusion early um, so that they can build really good culture from the, from the start. Wow. Great work. What a great story. Uh, congratulations to them and congratulations to you for making that happen uh, on their behalf. Um, well, Karen, this has been awesome. What a great, uh, what great work you're doing. And, uh, we want to encourage that. So let's get to the most important question, which is how folks that, that want to engage with you and, uh, learn more about Mintech agency, how they can do that. Yes. Um, like I said before that we were working on a program. So we'll be launching a program where, um, we can, we're going to be working with organizations to provide entry level talent. But the issue that we've had with clients that don't want entry level talents because they don't have the bandwidth to train or support them as they come in. So what we'll be doing is providing that technical support and um, project manager to help be that middleman between these entry level talents. So they'll have a like pretty much a technical trainer on site to help them. Um, so we're really excited about rolling that out in October. So we'd love to talk to organizations about that. And you can find us at mintechagency.com. And we're on all social platforms as Mintech Agency. Um, so we'd love to hear from you. Karen Williams, folks, CEO of Mintech Agency. Karen, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Hey, folks, just a, a reminder and a request, a bold request, actually. <laughs> Go to NashvilleBusinessRadioX.com to find our show archive. And you can find the show itself on uh, your favorite podcast app. And just look for Nashville Business Radio and you'll find the show. 
So here's what I want you to do when you go do that is uh, please subscribe to the show and give us a five-star review. Now, it's not about me. <laughs> it's not about Business Radio X. It's about our guest. So see, that request wasn't so bold after all. I want you to support our guest. Uh, because if you support the show in that way, it, it's more likely that folks will find the show and uh, find the great guests that we've had on this show, like Karen, uh, who do great work and deserve to be found. So if you could do that for them, I'd greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Karen Williams with Mintech Agency, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Nashville Business Radio.